What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this video, we're going to be reviewing the week five snap counts. We're going to take a peek at all the box scores, go through all the snap counts, and just kind of just have a recap of uh, the wonderful week five weekend. We're going to start with L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. This was the Thursday night football game. Of course, Russell Wilson had to leave early with a finger injury, and we now know that he's out probably the next four, anywhere, anywhere from four to eight weeks, it sounds like. So we'll see. Geno Smith's going to be the backup there. Seahawks 17, LA Rams 26. Let's just hop right into the snap counts first. Uh, for the Rams offense, we're looking at Matt Stafford again playing 67 snaps. That's 100% here. And Robert Woods was the player of the game. He had 99% of the snaps. Cooper Cup at 88%. So that's kind of interesting. We didn't see Robert Woods uh, getting the number one snaps for the last four games. This week he does. He was the hot man. And this one here, other receivers, Van Jefferson down at about 58%. He's still the clear number three wide receiver for the Rams I should actually, uh, yeah, we already got the screenshot on. We're good. Never mind. Uh, so it goes Woods, Cup. Those guys are going to probably ping back and forth between the top two snaps at receiver. And then it looks like Van Jefferson's the clear number three uh, in terms of snaps. He's been that way through five games now. And Deshaun Jackson's the clear number four at roughly 30% of the snaps. Tyler Higby, this is his tight end job. We still know that. 84% of the snaps here. And then Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle, the two running backs that got snaps. Daryl Henderson gets 66% to Sony Michelle's 34%. So basically, uh, those are the only two running backs used. One of them was on the field at all times. Uh, good information to know. We'll look at the box score in just a second. On the Seahawks side, um, Will Disley was the leading guy here. He's, I mean, with Gerald Everett out, he was the clear guy for snaps, 88%. It didn't really translate to fantasy success, but uh, it's good to see Will Disley continue to be healthy uh, through his last two injury-plague seasons. Tyler Lockett led the way for the receivers, 86%. DK Metcalf, 74% of the snaps. And then Freddie Swain, he's kind of the clear number three here for Seattle right now, 62%, uh, which not for anything for fantasy, but Freddie Swain, if anything happens to Lockett or Metcalf, Freddie Swain would be that next man up for snaps. So just file that name away. Uh, and then with Chris Carson uh, inactive for this one, Alex Collins got 71% of the snaps. DJ Dallas down here at 22% and Travis Homer just 12%. So that was kind of the pecking order. Uh, Geno Smith did play about 25 snaps to Russell Wilson's 40. Let's go look at some of these numbers in the box score here. Uh, we're looking for Seattle first. Seattle, Geno Smith, uh, 10 of 17, 131 yards, a touchdown and an interception. He also, he also added 23 rushing yards in this one. Before Russell Wilson left the game, 11 of 16, 152, a touchdown, a pick, and 10 yards rushing. Wilson was playing well. Uh, but they started to kind of, you know, snag a little bit on offense early in that second half. Uh, Alex Collins led the way with 15 carries, 47 yards. He also caught two of three targets for 25 yards. Really, I mean, DJ Dallas and Travis Homer really weren't a thing. DJ Dallas is kind of the two-minute back. He did catch two for 32 in this one. He also received four carries. So uh, just something to file away. We're not interested in DJ Dallas, but he is looking decent when he gets the ball as a receiver. DK Metcalf, five targets, five receptions, 98 yards, and the big two touchdowns, one from each quarterback. Tyler Lockett led the way with 10 targets, five for 57. He also had a touchdown called back in this one. Will Disley, four targets, two for 29. Uh, so really this offense, it's, it's going to continue to be about Metcalf and Lockett. Alex Collins might be the starter next week with Chris Carson out. And then Geno Smith, we'll talk about him on the waiver wire show tomorrow. Uh, but the Rams, the Rams offense is pretty lock solid right now. 365 passing yards for Stafford, one touchdown, one INT. Daryl Henderson goes and gets 17 attempts for 82 yards and a touchdown. Also catches one uh, one of his targets for 17 yards. Sony Michelle, 11 for 37, and he gets a touchdown as well. One catch for eight yards in this one. 
the targets. Robert Woods leads with 14 total targets, goes 12 for 150. No touchdown, but that's a great. Uh, it's a great sight to see for for Robert Woods owners. You wanted him to have that boom game. Still no touchdown, which uh, could potentially be another boom week next week if he finds the end zone. Cooper Cup, ten targets, seven for ninety-two. Relax, you got Cooper Cup. You're going to be just fine. Sixteen point two fantasy points is great. Deshaun Jackson. Not reliable for fantasy, one for 68. Van Jefferson kind of took a seat back this week, one for 16. And Tyler Higby, low volume day, but he catches the touchdown, two for 14, and the score there salvages the day. So interesting game here. Of course, Russell Wilson, uh, he's going to be out for the next handful of weeks, but I think Seattle can float. They can float for a little bit with Geno Smith. You're still going to probably start DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Both those guys were, were busy when Geno Smith uh, saw the field. The London game, the Falcons 27, the Jets 20 in this one. Let's take a peek at the snap counts for the Jets real quick. Uh, Ryan Griffin, the tight end, 91% snaps, but nobody really cares about the Jets tight end. They're just not productive at all. Corey Davis led the way for receivers, 80%. Jamison Crowder, 61%. And then you see Keelan Cole here was the wide receiver three with 55%. The next best with Elijah Moore, 41%. And then Denzel Mims finally got on the field with 14%. Uh, the, the running backs, Michael Carter starting to just, uh, Carve out a role for himself as the lead back. He had 52% of the snaps. Next best usage was Ty Johnson at 39%. And Tevin Coleman's is pretty much an afterthought at, afterthought at this point, just 9% of the snaps here. For the Falcons, with Calvin Ridley out, you see Olamide Zacchaeus lead the way with 85%. Tajay Sharp was the wide receiver too at 81% of the snaps here. Kyle Pitts, massive day. We'll talk about his numbers in a second, but 69% snaps for Kyle Pitts. Actually, he had been doing more in the past, but uh, it's good to see Pitts once we look at the numbers in a second. Mike Davis leads the way at 64% of the snaps for running backs. Cordero Patterson, I think this was a season high for him in terms of snaps, 59% of the snaps. And then Hayden Hurst, busy as a backup tight end, 55% of the snaps for him. Really nothing else really stuck out. So uh, let's, let's go take a peek at the box scores now. We'll start with the Jets. Uh, Wilson, he was fine. 19 of 32, buck 92 in an interception, only three yards. I wish he would scramble and use his legs a little bit more. Uh, but here we go. Michael Carter, 10 attempts, 38 yards, and the rushing touchdown catches all three of his targets for 20 yards. Uh, so that's five points from the, the receiving PPR numbers there. Add 3.8, that's 8.8, and a touchdown. So a 14.8 day for Michael Carter. He's looking like a fringe running back, too. At this point right now, I like his usage in the passing game. And if you're going to tell me he's going to lead the team in carries in a game where, again, they were trailing for the most of it. So this is kind of feeling like like a floor for Michael Carter. If you remove the touchdown, that's still eight to nine points. Add a touchdown in there, and that's how we get to 15. Uh, so Ty Johnson comes in four for 12, one touchdown, catches two for 22 as a receiver. Uh, not really exciting, exciting, exciting to start Ty Johnson in fantasy this year. Uh, but Corey Davis leads the way with targets, seven total targets, four for 45. This is a floor game for him. Uh, not excited about it, but 8.5 points it is. Keelan Cole, two for 28. Denzel Mims, two for 33. Jamison Crowder, six targets, four for 24. So uh, just a huge letdown, I guess, from all receiving weapons in this one. Elijah Moore, two targets, no catches. So a, a pretty lackluster game here from Atlanta. Uh, with Atlanta's defense, we, we expected the Jets to do a little bit more on offense, but all the touchdowns went to the running backs in this one. Matt Ryan looked really efficient without Calvin Ridley. 342 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Cordero Patterson led the way in rushing with 14 attempts, 54 yards, and then nine targets, seven for 60 as a receiver here. Cordero Patterson is just fantastic. This is, uh, this actually was his highest volume day. He got 14 carries. He didn't have more than seven in any other game this year. So he doubled up on carries 
And then uh, just, just his usual seven for 60, you know, he's going to be involved a lot as a weapon here. And with Calvary really out, they made him a priority. Um, so really great day from Cordero Patterson. If you take the seven plus the six from the yards, that's just 13 points alone from his receiving chops. And then you add the 5.4. So it's looking like a really safe double digit floor for Cordero Patterson uh, going forward. Uh, super excited to have Cordero. Now, Mike Davis got the rushing touchdown this week. He went 13 of 53 for the touchdown. Also had five targets, but only two for eight as a receiver. He also lost a fumble in this one. Kyle Pitts, breakout game, finally here. 10 targets, nine for 119. And the score, Tajay Sharp, four for 53. Hayden Hurst, four for 40 in the touchdown. Lee Smith, backup tight end, three for 30. And then uh, struggling wide receivers here, Olamide Zacchaeus and Christian Blake uh, at the end here. So not really too much we can learn from this. It looks like Atlanta, though. Uh, you're liking Cordero, you're liking Mike Davis, you're liking Kyle Pitts, Matt Ryan kind of back into our good graces as a quarterback too, a top 15 quarterback right now, uh, and the Jets still have a lot of work to do. We'll move on to the Carolina Panthers and the Philadelphia Eagles, 18-21. to 21. Eagles pull this one off with a, a huge second half comeback here. We'll start with the snap counts on this one. On the Eagles side here, you see Devonta Smith lead the way with 93% of the snaps. The next best receiver, Quez Watkins, 82%. Outsnapping Jalen Reger, 70% for just Reger or for Reger this week. Uh, the only other receiver really to be thoughtful of is Greg Ward down here at 16%. The tight ends, Dallas Goddard, 67% snaps for him. Zach Ertz, 60%. So they're still kind of splitting time uh, as the main tight ends. And then for running backs, Miles Sanders got 75% of the snaps in this one. Kenneth Gainwell, only 24. So that was kind of a reversal is what we've been seeing. It looked like Kenny, Kenny Gainwell is about to make a, a stronger push for more carries and in, in, in playing time. But Sanders took the main stake of the, the snaps this week for the Panthers. DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both ran 87% of the snaps. Terrace Marshall Jr., 76%. No other receiver can be trusted. Uh, I mean, we can't, we can't even really trust Robbie Anderson or Terrace Marshall at this point, but it's a clear pecking order for the receivers for Carolina. Chuba Hubbard, 65%. Uh, Royce Freeman was the backup running back with 20%. And then the tight ends, Ian Thomas, 63%. Tommy Tremble, 38%. Let's go take a look at these guys uh, in, the, in the box score here. Uh, let's see. We'll start with the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold, rough day for him. 21 of 37 passing, only 177 yards, one touchdown and three interceptions. He was sacked three times, added only 10 yards on the ground here. Chuba Hubbard, rookie running back, 24 attempts, though, 101 rushing yards. Good game for him on the ground, five for 33 as a receiver. So you got a really nice floor game in PPR leagues from Chuba Hubbard, but it looks like Christian McCaffrey is going to play this week six. Ian Thomas, five targets, four for 40. This is like the first good game he's had in like the last two, three years since Greg Olson has moved on. Robbie Anderson, seven targets, but only two for 30. At this point, I'm just I'm comfortable not even using Robbie Anderson uh, in, in my lineups right now. If you can try and trade him, try and do it. I, I hate selling low on players. Robbie Anderson, he might just be droppable at this point. Uh, Terrace Marshall, three targets, two for 14, nothing yet. Tommy Tremble. Four targets, two for 12 in a touchdown. He got the lone touchdown of the day for the Panthers. And then uh, kind of a slow day for DJ Moore. He did see seven targets, but only five for 42 as a receiver. So pretty disappointing day if you had DJ Moore. Pretty much the only good Panther this week was Chuba Hubbard. Jalen Hurts. 22 of 37, 192, one interception, and he adds 30 yards and two TDs on the ground. So big second half effort from Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders gets 11 carries for 45 yards. He also catches all five of his targets for just six yards. Kenneth Gainwell, two for 16. 
only one for eight as a receiver. Devonta Smith led the way, eight targets, seven for 77. He also lost a fumble in this one. But at this point, I'm beginning to feel comfortable enough with, with Devonta Smith in my lineups as a wide receiver three flex in PPR leagues. Quez Watkins, three for 48. Dallas Goddard, two for 28. Jalen Reger, three for 24. And then Zach Ertz, six targets, but only one for seven here. So, I mean, at this point, the only guys you're really comfortable starting are Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith. If you're rolling out Goddard or Zach Ertz at, at your tight end, you have you you need help at tight end essentially right now. It's just not consistent enough. Uh, I mean, if, if they just had one tight end, you'd be getting nine targets out of that guy. That would feel a lot better. Uh, but overall, the, the Eagles and the Panthers, uh, a pretty frustrating game unless you had Jalen Hurts or Chuba. Hubbard. Uh, we'll move on to the Green Bay Packers and the Cincinnati Bengals. This was a crazy game. And me being in the Midwest here, I got uh, the opportunity to watch this game in its entirety. Wild fourth quarter and overtime. Pretty good game throughout the whole the whole you know realm of it too. So let's look at the snap counts in this one. Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams, 91%. Alan Lazard, 86%. The next best receiver was Randall Cobb at 55%. And no other receivers really need to be mentioned. Uh, the running backs, Aaron Jones, 69%. A.J. Dillon, 33%. You love seeing Aaron Jones up in that 60 to 70% uh, usage rate here. If he gets over 70%, that, that's uh, that's going to be a huge game for him. So right on schedule with Aaron Jones snap counts. Robert Tunyon, 59%. Next best tight end was Mercedes Lewis at 45%. It's one, Once we get to the box score, I'll talk a little bit about it, but the Packers are just really simple for fantasy right now. Uh, and on the Bengals side, Jamar Chase, 91% of the snaps. CJ Uzama, 84% of the snaps. Tyler Boyd, 82. T. Higgins, his first game back, 70% of the snaps. And then the, the running back split, Samaje Pirine, 61% to Joe Mixon's 28%. Let's go look at the box score and show you guys uh, how everything was broken down. Uh, on the Packers side, Aaron Rodgers, 27 of 39, 344. That's a season high and two touchdowns. He did have one interception in this one. Aaron Jones led the way with 14 carries, 103 yards. He also caught four of his five targets for six total yards. A.J. Dillon was kind of the surprise of the day, eight for 30 as a rusher, but he catches all four of his targets for 49 yards and a gorgeous touchdown. I think that was early in the first or the second quarter. Uh, so A.J. Dillon right now, man, there's talks of wanting to get him more involved as a receiver that was there all summer, and now we're beginning to see that he can actually be used uh, used as a quality receiving option out of the backfield. So in this one, I mean, even if you take away the touchdown, four for 49, that's a quick nine fantasy points right there. And then you add in three on the ground here. So it's, it's to me, it's looking like AJ Dillon might be worth a flex option. I'm kind of thinking of like the Tony Pollard, uh, Ezekiel Elliott offense, where all of a sudden a second running back might emerge as a low flex option for us. Devontae Adams is just a stud, 16 targets, 11 for 206 and a touchdown. I believe that's a career high in yards for Devontae Adams. Mercedes Lewis was the next best receiver, two for 34. Randall Cobb, two for 30. Robert Tunyon, one for eight. Alan Lazard, two for six. Kylan Hill, one for five. So ultimately, it's pretty frustrating to own Green Bay Packers pieces, not named Devontae Jones or Dylan, or I guess Rodgers, too. Uh, so it's really looking like this offense is those four guys only. If you're relying on Lewis, you're not relying on Lewis, but if you're using Cobb or Tunyon or Lazard, at this point, I just don't see it happening outside of lightning striking uh, at the random time there. For the Bengals, 26, uh, for Joe Burrow, 26 of 38, 281 yards and two touchdowns. Also had two interceptions in this one. He was sacked three times, three for 11 as a rusher. 
Samaje Pirine, 11 carries, 59 yards. He also caught four of his five targets for 24 and a touchdown. He looked pretty good uh, in this one here. Joe Mixon was kind of just used sparingly, 10 for 33 and the touchdown, one for two yards as a receiver. Jamar Chase, it was the big Jamar Chase game, uh, 10 targets, six for 159 and a touchdown. Uh, T. Higgins was second in, in in targets with seven, five for 32 as a receiver. He also had a really bad drop. Uh, I think it was at the end of the fourth quarter or, or early overtime to get them moving down the down the field. Tyler Boyd, really low day here, five targets, four for 24 as a receiver. C.J. Uzama, only two for 16, and then really nothing else from Evans or Drew Sample. But uh, overall, this is an interesting game because I think both teams have a lot of fantasy attention. Joe Burrow, he's a quarterback too, top 15 quarterback right now for regular leagues. And then Samaje Piran, who just went on the COVID list uh, today, uh, that means Joe Mixon's probably going to be ready for a lion's share of the workload next week. And then Chase and Higgins, I think if you're starting a Bengals receiver, those are the two you want. Tyler Boyd's kind of on the outside in right now, hard to trust, whereas Chase and Higgins both leading the team in target. So fun game. Packers win 25-22. We'll move on here to San Francisco in Arizona. The Cardinals win by seven. This one was in San Francisco. Let's take a look at the Trey Lance uh, debut here for snaps. Trey Lance did play all 100%. Ross Dwelly with George Kittle out gets 91%. Debo Samuel, 86% of the snaps. Brandon Ayuk here at 71. The running back field, Elijah Mitchell gets 68% of the snaps. The next best running back, Trey Sermon with just 3%. So they a lot of times they went zero running back and they just used Kyle Juszczyk as the main running back here. So interesting to see how that went down. And then, of course, Juszczyk, 65%. Mohamed Sanu down here at 46%. Really nothing that can be trusted down here. On the Cardinals side of things, DeAndre Hopkins gets 92%. AJ Green coming at number two with 80% of the snaps. Uh, Christian Kirk was the clear number three at 54%, and Rondell Moore continues to be the fourth wideout at 48% of the snaps. For running back, Chase Edmonds gets 61% to James Conner's 48%, so a little bit higher for James Conner than we've seen in the past. We know Chase Edmonds was kind of dinged up with a shoulder injury coming into this one. The Cardinals lost starting tight end Max Williams in this one. He might be done for the season. So you see Demetrius Harris here become the leading tight end guy for snaps at 52%. We'll check up the, the box score real quick to see if we should be interested in him. Uh, for the 49ers, Trey Lance, 15 of 29, 192 yards. He did throw a pick in this one, uh, but he did run 16 times for 89 yards. So that was kind of the offensive game plan here is to run Trey Lance. Elijah Mitchell goes nine for 43, only one other running back got a carry. That was Trey Sermon, one for seven. So the backfield is Elijah Mitchell's for now. Uh, Mitchell also added two for 19 as a receiver. Debo Samuel in this one gets the rushing touchdown, one carry for 13 yards. Nine targets, a team high nine targets for Debo, but only three for 58. So if he doesn't get that rushing touchdown, you're feeling really disappointed uh, in Debo Samuel in this game. Kyle Juszczyk, three for 35 as a receiver. Brandon Ayuk, four targets, but only two for 32. Ross Dwelly with the, with the big opportunity here, only two for 25. And uh, no thank you for Sanu Warner or Travis Benjamin. Kyler Murray, pretty quiet day for Kyler Murray. He goes 22 of 31, 239 in a touchdown, sacked twice. Only one yard rushing in this one. That was probably the number that surprised me the most. Rondell Moore, three for 38 to be the leading rusher of the day. Six targets, five for 59 for Rondell Moore here. So you're seeing him being used more as a runner. And I like the, the basically he was second in targets on the day with six. James Conner comes in 10 for 29. He gets another rushing touchdown, his fifth of the season, one for eight as a receiver. Chase Edmonds, pretty quiet day for him. Six for 15 on the ground, only three for 19 as a receiver. And he did lose a fumble in this one. 
Christian Kirk, one for 11 on the ground, five catches all five of his targets for 39 yards. So still a relatively safe floor for Christian Kirk. He gets you the 10 points. DeAndre Hopkins, though, was probably the play of the game. Nine targets, six for 87, and the touchdown. Max Williams, again, will pour one out for him. A.J. Green uh, kind of fell back to earth, too. Two targets, one for 13. So not a lot of fantasy goodness in this one. 17-10 final here. Hopefully these teams get back on track. I know the 49ers have a bye next week. I can't remember who the Cardinals play off the top of my head, uh, but maybe we'll see Kyler Murray get a little bit loose uh, in that one. The Dallas Cowboys in the New York Giants, 44-220 here. The, the Giants got just slammed with injuries in this one. Uh, the Cowboys moved to 4-1, and one, the Giants at 1-4. and four. Let's go take a peek at the snap counts here. The snap count's not in yet for this game. There we go. So the Giants leading the way with snaps in this one. Devontae Booker, 88% of the snaps. Saquon Barkley gets hurt in this one. He was only able to play six snaps. He only plays 9%. Uh, so this entire backfield is going to be Devontae Booker. They're going to use him as the bell cow back. Again, 88% of the snaps. We'll look at the box score when we're done going through the snap counts. But just a huge day for Devontae Booker. Huge opportunity coming forward in the next few weeks. Evan Ingram was the next most used player at 74%. Kyle Rudolph played a lot too at 60%. That's just because they were... They were so dinged up at the wide receiver position that they had to run out two tight ends a lot. John Ross leads the way at the receiver position with 41 snaps, good for 60%. You see Kadarius Tony here, which we'll get to his box score in a second, 54% of the snaps for him. He got ejected at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I believe. Colin Johnson, 44% snaps as a receiver, and Kenny Galladay couldn't finish the game. Only 24 snaps, 35% uh, with, I think it was the hamstring or the knee injury that got him again. Uh, and then it's a frustrating day. I mean, Daniel Jones gets knocked out, only 43% of the snaps. Kenny Galladay gets knocked out. And then Saquon Barkley gets knocked out uh, at the beginning of the game. So rough day for the Giants. We'll talk about the, the numbers in a second. On the Cowboys side, CeeDee Lamb leads the way at 83%. Dalton Schultz taking the stronghold of the tight end one spot for the Cowboys, 73% of the snaps. Amari Cooper, same thing, 73%. Cedric Wilson playing a lot. And again, uh, friendly, friendly reminder, Michael Gallup's probably coming back after the bye week, which I think they have. Uh, they, play, they play this week. Uh, I can't remember who they play right now. I think they play at New England. Uh, but week six, they're going to – yeah, so week six, they're at New England. Week seven is their bye week. Week eight, we should see Michael Gallup back in the lineup here. Ezekiel Elliott, 60% of the snaps to Tony Pollard's 40%, and Blake Jarwin kind of an afterthought on this one at just 40% of the snaps. Let's go look at the statistics in this one. For the Cowboys, Dak Prescott was balling 22 of 32, 302 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw a pick. He also lost a fumble in this one. Uh, Cedric Wilson also attempted a pass here for 22 yards, one rushing attempt for six yards, and then one catch for 35 yards. So busy day from Cedric Wilson. But uh, the story in this one was Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard just ran all over this team. Uh, Zeke goes 21 for 110 yards, one touchdown here. He also caught two of his three targets for two yards and a rushing, uh, receiving touchdown. Tony Pollard goes 14 carries for 75 yards, catches all four of his targets for an additional 28 yards. CeeDee Lamb, one for four as a rusher. And then six targets, four for 84 in the big touchdown in the game here. Dalton Schultz leads the way with targets with eight total targets, six for 79 as a receiving weapon here. Amari Cooper, six targets, three for 60 and the score. And then Noah Brown here, three for 36 as a fourth receiver for the team. The Giants side. 
Don't really know how much to take away from this box score, but I'm just going to start with the two guys that made the most sense to me. Devontae Booker, 16 of 42 on the ground. He gets a rushing touchdown. He also catches three of his four targets for 16 yards and another touchdown. So two touchdowns in this one, uh, but the, the the usage is there. You're going to want to trust the volume. He's not going to score a touchdown in every game. Uh, but, man, if, if Saquon's going to be out for a while, Devontae Booker's going to continue to flirt with almost 20 touches per game. Um other receiving weapons here, Kadarius Toney was pretty much the star of the game. 13 total targets, 10 catches, 189 yards. He also had a seven-yard carry in this one. He also had like a weird attempted pass in this one. So Tony looks like he's going to be involved in this offense. Again, he did get ejected for throwing a punch late in the fourth quarter. We'll see if he's disciplined at all. I'm expecting him to play again. He also had a he got carted off or something, but it sounds like it was just a minor uh, a minor injury right now. So we'll watch his practice reports. But it looks like Kadarius Tony needs to be involved in this offense going forward. He was absolutely dynamic and super fun to watch. Um, Evan Ingram, four targets, four for fifty, four for fifty-five as a receiver. And really nothing else stuck out in this one. It was a really frustrating day. But the main takeaways, Kadarius Tony needs to be picked up. Devontae Booker, if you're looking for a running back two to start while while Saquon's out, Devontae Booker can be your guy. And then we'll see if Daniel Jones can get uh can, can he, if he can clear concussion protocol. The Patriots and the Texans, we're gonna be real quick about this one. I really don't I'm not gonna recommend any Houston Texans to anybody. Uh, especially now that Brandon Cooks, second in snaps here, 85% for Cooks, 95, 92% for Chris Conley. Uh, I, I just, I really don't even want to talk about any of the other snaps on this team. I don't think there's anything that we need for fantasy. Same for the Patriots. The Patriots were pretty ugly in offense this one too. Jacoby Myers leads the way, 91%. Nelson Aguilar, 67%. The tight end situation, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith both get 40 total snaps, good for 62% each. Kendrick Bourne, whatever, the third wide receiver for a team that we don't want to trust for fantasy, 50%. Brandon Bolden leads the day in snaps, 38% for running backs. Ramondre Stevenson, 34% for uh, the number two spot. And Damien Harris, we saw him get hurt early in the game, 33% in the snaps for Damien Harris. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, Damien Harris got hurt early in this one, and the Patriots were just trailing, so you saw a lot more Brandon Bolden in this one uh, as far as box scores go daniel jones or mac jones 23 of 30 231 yards a touchdown and an interception he was sacked once damien harris did look really good though he had 14 carries for 58 yards and a touchdown he also lost a fumble brandon bolden just two for 25 on the ground four for six as a receiver Ramondre stevenson he did get 11 carries in this one but only 23 yards came out of it here and then uh really like hunter henry eight targets six for 75 and a touchdown Jacoby Myers, only five targets, four for 56 as a, as a wide receiver, three flex PPR play. Uh, and there's absolutely nothing from Aguilar, Nikhil Harry, Jonu Smith, uh, Kendrick Bourne, just a frustrating offensive day. And then just real quick on the Texan side, Davis Mills throws for 312 yards, three TDs. Uh, Mark Ingram gets 16 carries, but only 41 yards. Chris Moore, five for 109 and a touchdown. Chris Conley, three for 84 and a touchdown, while Brandon Cooks, only five targets, three for 23. If you would have told me Davis Mills throws for 312 yards and Brandon Cooks is only going to get 23 of them, I would have uh, I would have called bullshit on that one. But interesting game here. I think this this almost just fully makes me distrust Brandon Cooks. I guess if you guys have questions on starting Brandon Cooks in the future, I can ask, answer those later. But uh, overall, one of the uglier games that I really didn't pay attention to on Sunday, Texans and the Patriots, both really frustrating for fantasy.
And then speaking of frustrating, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Let's roll with the snap counts in this one. Let's see what we got on the Titans side real quick. You got Derrick Henry hitting 77% of the snaps. Marcus Johnson leading the way at receiver with 75. A.J. Brown back. Good to see him come through unscathed. 64%. Michael Pruitt led the way at tight ends, 59%. Jeff Swaim, 56%. There's Chester Rogers at 48%. Anthony Berkser, the third tight end, at 42%. And Jeremy McNichols just down here at 23%. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, Marvin Jones led the way at receiver, 93%. LaVisca Chenault Jr., 73%. Dan Arnold, 73%. James Robinson, you see him getting up to 68% now. And then some receivers here, Jamal Agnew, Tavon Austin, uh, 63% for Agnew, 34% for, for Tavon Austin here. Carlos Hyde gets 25%, and then just a bunch of nothing the rest of the way here. Uh, but in terms of the box score, Trevor Lawrence actually played decently. 23 of 33, 273 yards and a touchdown, one interception. He was sacked twice. He also ran seven times for 28 yards, and he gets a touchdown. So pretty useful fantasy day from, from Trevor Lawrence. James Robinson, though, 18 carries. 149 yards, one touchdown, only one target, one reception for negative two yards. We got to get James Robinson more involved as a receiver, uh, Mr. Meyer. Can we do that, please? Jamal Agnew, eight targets, six for 41 as a receiver. Dan Arnold, this was probably my main takeaway from this Jaguars game, is that they want to use a tight end. They want to use Dan Arnold. Eight total targets, six for 64 as a receiver. He did lose a fumble uh, that, also, that went for a touchdown. LaVisca Chenault, really quiet day, only three targets, one for 58 as a receiver. Tavon Austin, five targets, five for 54 as a receiver. Marvin Jones, only five targets, but one for 23. And then who cares? Darrell Ogunbowale, Luke Farrell, Jacob Hollister. The main takeaways, I think, for Jacksonville right now is James Robinson's the only must-start guy for fantasy. And Dan Arnold, I think... He, he, he's worth a, an ad here as a tight end streamer. If you're, if you're really weak at tight end, I think Dan Arnold could be of use for you in PPR leagues. On the Titan side of things, uh, Ryan Tannehill, 14 of 22, buck 97 and a touchdown. He was sacked three times, also ran three times for 21 yards. Derrick Henry, guys, like just we have to appreciate what he is doing right now. 29 attempts, 130 yards, three touchdowns. He didn't receive a single target in this one, which I thought was weird. Uh, as far as the receivers go, A.J. Brown led the way with targets, six targets, but only three for 38 as a weapon. Marcus Johnson, three for 52. Uh, really nothing happened for the Titans passing game in this one. Anthony Perkser, three for 33. Michael Pruitt caught the touchdown, one for 14 in a TD. Uh, just a bunch of nothing from the Titans here who just they're trying to find themselves on offense. It, it's all Derrick Henry, but they need to get uh, the receiving game going with Ryan Tannehill here. We'll move on to Buffalo and Kansas City. I know this was the Sunday night game. I'm not sure why this is the order that uh, I'm seeing him on the on the chart here, but uh, let's go take a look at it. The Bills won this game pretty easily. Uh, Dawson Knox leads the way with 96% of the snaps. Manuel Sanders, 79%. Stephon Diggs, 74%. Zach Moss, this was my main takeaway of the night. Zach Moss, 74% to Devin Singletary's 26%. So there's a clear tier uh, difference here for Zach Moss down to Devin Singletary. Cole Beasley, an afterthought, 39%. Gabe Davis, an afterthought, 25%. On the Chiefs side, Travis Kelsey, 87%. Tyreek Hill, 85%. Cool. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, 76% playing a lot. Nicole Hardman, 
not even the real number two receiver on this team anymore, 69%. Daryl Williams gets 43%. Jerick McKinnon played a lot at 31%. There's Brian, Byron Pringle, 30%. And then the big injury to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who sounds like he's going to be out for a few weeks with a knee injury. He only gets 26%. Josh Gordon, nine total snaps, 10% of the plays. Let's go look at the box score and see what happened here. Uh, on the Chiefs side, rough day for Patrick Mahomes, like 33 of 54. 272 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions and a fumble loss. He did add 61 yards as a rusher, so he got, you know, he was able to to get rid of those uh, the fumble and the interception points here with the rushing yards. Uh, but Darrell Williams, five for 27 as a rusher. Clyde Edwards, seven for 13. Just nothing going on the ground for the Chiefs. As receivers, you see Tyreek Hill lead the way with 13 targets. He goes 7 for 63. That's fine. It's a Tyreek Hill floor game. You'll be okay. Miko Hardman saw a team second best, 12 targets, 9 for 76. So it was good to see him get more involved. Uh, hopefully he can start out-snapping Demarcus Robinson. But Robinson only got two total targets, one for eight. So it looks like Hardman is improving here as a player. Travis Kelsey, 10 targets, 6 for 57 and a touchdown. Uh, you also see Byron Pringle catch two uh, two balls for 11 yards and a touchdown. He also lost a fumble in this one. Just a, a, a kind of a just a strange game with tons of names in the box score. Jarek McKinnon got in uh, two for 13 as a receiver. Josh Gordon one for 11 as a receiver. Uh, just really nothing to take away too much uh, besides the Clyde Edwards-Alaire injury. That's going to open up the door for Darrell Williams. It's going to open up the door for Jarek McKinnon. We'll see those guys on the waiver wire show tomorrow night. And then in terms of the Buffalo Bills, man, Josh Allen, not a productive day as a passer, 15 of 26, but the results are there. 315 yards, three touchdowns, 11 attempts rushing for 59 yards and a score. Uh, Zach Moss, 11 carries to Devin Singletary's total six, and then 37 yards for Moss, 25 for Singletary. As a receiver, Zach Moss catches three of his four targets for 55 yards. He looked really elusive on a couple of those plays too, uh, whereas Singletary gets one for negative two. Dawson Knox was the thing of the night. Four targets, three for 117 yards and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, pretty quiet day. Only five targets from Diggs. Two for 69 as a receiver. Manuel Sanders here, three for 54 in two touchdowns. Gabe Davis, non-existent, one for 16. Cole Beasley, one for five. Tommy Sweeney, whatever. But man, oh man. Uh, Josh Allen, Dawson Knox. Zach Moss, those are the things that uh, Manuel Sanders, like that's what's working right now. So Stephon Diggs is kind of uh, a frustrating wide receiver one right now. He should be fine. If you're looking to buy low on a player, Stephon Diggs should be your guy. Uh, but so far, Dawson Knox, man, top five tight end right now. Manuel Sanders looks like a guy that you need to get in your lineups. And Zach Moss pulling away from Devin Singletary. The Vikings and the Lions. Oh, the Lions just keep finding new and heartbreaking ways to lose games. Uh, TJ Hawkinson led the way at 81% of the snaps. DeAndre Swift, 74. Amon Ross St. Brown, 69%. Khalif Raymond, 68%. Kadero Hodge popped it in here for 65%. And we did learn that Quintez Cephas broke a collarbone in this one. So we're probably going to see more Kadero Hodge going forward. Jamal Williams, only 32% in this one. Nothing else really worth noting. The Vikings, Adam Thielen, 93% of the snaps. Justin Jefferson, 90%. There's Tyler Conklin up at 75%. Alexander Madison had a beast of a day, 66% of the snaps for him, 60% for KJ Osborne. Nothing else needs to be mentioned here on the Viking side. Let's take a look at the box score here. Kirk Cousins struggled in this one, 25 of 34, 
279 yards, one touchdown, one interception, only ran the ball once for four yards. The player of the game was Alexander Madison, 25 rushing attempts, 113 rushing yards, and then he catches all seven of his targets for 40 yards and another or, and the touchdown there, one fumble lost. Uh, when Dalvin Cook is out, Alexander Madison needs to be in our lineups. I think that's a, a golden rule at this point. Justin Jefferson leads the way with eight targets, seven for 124 as a receiver. Adam Thielen, two for 40. He It, it happened to be like, a full three quarters before he caught his first ball. So at least he gets you six points. Tyler Conklin, quiet day, three targets, two for 25. D. Westbrook, three for 18. KJ Osborne, three for 14. Not much happening there outside of uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, Alexander Madison. Jared Goff, 21 of 35, 203 yards, one interception. Uh, but Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift both played pretty well in this one. Jamal gets 13 carries for 57 yards. Two for eight as a receiver. DeAndre Swift was the player of the game for the Lions. 11 attempts for 51 yards and one touchdown. Also caught all six of his targets for 53 yards here. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, probably a name that we got to be, uh, you know, just got to know who he is for the waiver wire if you need wide receiver help. He gets eight targets, seven for 65 here as the leading receiver of the day. Quintez Cephas, again, broken collarbone. TJ Hawkinson, really rough day, two for 22. And then Kadero Hodge came in here and gets five targets, one for 17. Uh, not really sure what to make of this offense for Detroit. It's still DeAndre Swift as a top five, top 10 play at running back. And then maybe Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm interested. Maybe Jamal Williams as a you know running back two flex. It's it's The Lions are showing fight, so I give them credit. Uh, Dan Campbell, uh, it looks like he's beginning to change the culture there. They're going to start getting some wins eventually here. Uh, the Steelers, 27. The Broncos, 19. Let's take a peek at the snap counts. We did learn that Juju Smith-Schuster was lost for the season uh, in this one here. So I guess I'll start with the, the Steelers. Deontay Johnson gets 92% of the snaps. And then a big drop-off down here to Najee Harris at 65%. Chase Claypool, 55%. With Juju hurting, Ray-Ray McLeod came in at 52%. And then Juju here at 38% of the snaps. For tight ends, Pat Fryermuth, uh, 49%. Eric Ebron, 38%. And with Najee Harris, it sounded like there was cramping going on. Uh, 50, uh, he ended up getting 42%. No, he got 42 total snaps. Benny Snell got 13 snaps, good for 20%. Uh, on the Broncos side, Noah Fant led the way for skill players with 97% of the snaps. Tim Patrick, 95%. Cortland Sutton, 90%. Kendall Hinton's been running as the number three receiver. He's up here at 65%. And the running back split, Melvin Gordon gets 60%. Javante Williams only gets 42%, which I thought was a little strange. Considering uh, so far through the first four games, it was more of a 50-50 split. So looking at the numbers here, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, third, uh, 24 of 38, 288 yards, two touchdowns, one INT, one for 11 as a rusher. Javante Williams, though, eight for 61, which is great, and then three for 25 as a receiver. So he gets a decent floor in PPR. Uh, what is that? Five and a half as a receiver, 6.1 as a rusher. So he gets the double digits for you. That's kind of been his floor all season long. Melvin Gordon goes nine for 34, two for nine as a receiver. Nothing really fantastic there. Cortland Sutton was the player of the game, though. 11 targets, 7 for 120, and a touchdown. Tim Patrick also played pretty well. 9 targets, 7 for 89 as a receiver. Kendall Hinton gets the other touchdown, 2 for 25 in the score. Rough day for Noah Fant, 3 for 20. Uh, this this was a good game for Sutton, for Patrick. Uh, I think at this point, you're, you're hesitant to use Melvin Gordon, uh, but it looks like Javante Williams probably needs to be in your lineup 
uh, as a low-end running back, too. For the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, 15 of 25, 253 yards and two touchdowns. He did lose a fumble in this one, but this is what you want from Ben Roethlisberger. I think 25 to 30 passing attempts is the perfect number for him because Najee Harris was able to get going. 23 attempts, 122 yards, and a touchdown. He only catches two of his five targets for 20 yards, but Najee Harris, man, that's that's who you want getting the majority of touches. You don't want Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball 35, 40 times. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, again, he's pretty much out for the season with a shoulder injury. I think he's going undergoing surgery this week. Chase Claypool, six targets, five for 130 and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, only two targets today, but he caught both of them for 72 yards and a touchdown. So you're going to take that. And then nothing else, nothing else. This entire Steelers offense, it's Najee Harris first and foremost. You're starting Deontay and you're starting Chase Claypool. That is it. Uh, those those are the three names you want to use going forward. Ben Roethlisberger, maybe in super flex leagues, but uh, interesting game. The Broncos came back in the fourth quarter, made it interesting. Uh, they just needed a little bit more time. And just maybe if they get a touchdown in the first half, then we're talking. But uh, they had to settle for some field goals there uh, towards the end. Chicago and the Las Vegas Raiders. Chicago wins on the road, which was which is a pretty interesting game here. Uh, Nine to twenty. Chicago gets the W. Let's look at the snap counts in this one. On the Bears side here, Allen Robinson goes for 83%. Justin Fields, I guess I'll start with that. He had 95% of the snaps. He hurt his knee in this one, was able to come back. Uh, so that's why it's only 95%. But back to the flex players, Allen Robinson at 83%. Cole Komet at 80%. Darnell Mooney, only 77%, which I don't know if he was dinged up throughout the week. Uh, traditionally, it's been Darnell Mooney leads the team in snaps as wide receivers. Khalil Herbert. Rookie running back leads the way for running back snaps here. 53% for him. Damian Williams just 48%. And I don't even want to talk about anybody else on this team. It's it's Damian Williams, it's Khalil Herbert, it's Mooney, it's Met, and Allen Robinson. Those are the five players you need to know for the Bears. On the Raiders side, Darren Waller, 96%. Derek Carr, uh, he had to leave and came back in, 94% for him. But Henry Ruggs, 84% to lead receivers. Brian Edwards, 76%. Hunter Renfro, 75%. No other receivers need to be known for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs led the way at running back, 69 total snaps, or 69% of the snaps. Kenyon Drake at 18% of the snaps. Jalen Richard, uh, Jalen Richard is back here at 15%. Uh, but interesting day here. Well, let's, let's go look at the box score, and I'll tell you guys about the Raiders just sputtering uh, throughout the day here. Derek Carr, 22 of 35, only 206 passing yards, one INT. He was also sacked three times and added 10 yards on the ground. Josh Jacobs did fine, 15 for 48 and a touchdown as a rusher. He also caught four or five targets for 19 yards. So you like that volume as a pass catcher here for, for Josh Jacobs. Kenyon Drake was just like a non-factor in this game, two for 11, one target, no catches. Uh, but Hunter Renfro, man, that's Renfro is probably my biggest takeaway from this game. Eight targets, six for 56. That is now five straight games where Hunter Renfro has recorded double-digit double points in PPR League. So that's five straight games over 10 points. I like to see that. Henry Ruggs, three for 51. He has a high floor. He's interesting if you need a dart play. Darren Waller, eight targets, four for 45. Like That's, that's his worst game, four for 45. 8.5 points, you'll take it, move on to the next week. Uh, Brian Edwards, two for 22. Just nothing happening for the Raiders' side. On the Bears side, Justin Fields, 12 of 20, 111 yards, one touchdown, only four yards rushing. We, we were excited about Justin Fields, but I'm, I, just, I don't think I'm ever going to feel confident starting him 
in uh, even in a super flex league, I'm a little bit nervous right now. So definitely not in a one QB league. Khalil Herbert led the way, 18 carries, 75 yards, no reception. So that's what separates him from Damian Williams. Williams gets 16 for 64 and the rushing touchdown also gets two for 20 as a receiver. So Williams is going to be that PPR running back too going forward. But Khalil Herbert, probably the guy you want to pick up on the waiver wires if he's chilling this week. Darnell Mooney, three for 35. Allen Robinson, four for 32. Cole Komet, two for 22. Jesper Horstead with the touchdown, one for two. I just, <sighs> Mooney, Robinson, and Komet, I just, I, I'm probably going to leave these guys on my bench until they have uh, a big enough game where I'm excited and, and thinking that maybe I can start trusting these guys again. But really, it's, it's Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert. Those are the two names you want on your roster right now. The game of the day, at least what I thought was the game of the day, the Cleveland Browns and the L.A. Chargers. Let's take a look at this one. 47-42, to 42, the Chargers pull it out. Uh, the Browns here, Odell Beckham, 81%. Austin Hooper, 72%. Donovan Peoples-Jones at 68% of the snaps. Njoku, David Njoku, 64%. Nick Chubb, 56%. Rashard Higgins, 47%. Kareem Hunt down here at 44% of the snaps. The Chargers. Keenan Allen leads the way, 91%. Mike Williams, 77%. Austin Eckler, 71%. Jared Cook, 67%. Jalen Guyton, 57%. And Donald Parham, 53%. That's really the only guys I want to talk about. Josh Kelly did get some run. He did get 35% of the snaps. You guys remember him from last year? Uh, but let's just go over this box score here for the Chargers. Justin Herbert, 26 for 43 398 passing yards, four touchdowns. He was sacked twice, but he adds four for 29 on the ground and a touchdown uh, as a rusher here. Huge day for Justin Herbert. Uh, but man, Austin Eckler leads the way on the ground, 17 for 66 in two rushing touchdowns, five for 53 and a touchdown as a receiver. He did lose a fumble in this one, but huge day from Austin Eckler. Three scores on the day here. And Josh Kelly, the only other running back to get a touch, two for 17. Uh, as a weapon uh, running the ball. Mike Williams, 16 targets, 8 for 165 and two touchdowns. Keenan Allen, 9 targets, 6 for 75 as a receiver. Nothing really else here. I mean, Jalen Guyton, you're never going to feel comfortable with him, 2 for 35. Uh, but Donald Parham, don't sleep on Donald Parham. He went 2 for 29 and a touchdown. Jared Cook, 3 targets, 1 for 29. If anything happens to Jared Cook, that means it's clear for takeoff. Donald Parham is going to be a force on the waiver wire. So just keep in mind, uh, he looks really good. I think he scored touchdowns in two of the last three weeks. I really like him. He's six foot eight. He's just a freak. Um, on the Brown side, Baker Mayfield struggled in this one, 23 of 32. 305 yards. We'll look at the numbers in a second. Uh, but two touchdowns. Uh, two for eight as a rusher. Nick Chubb was just fantastic. 21 for 161, one touchdown on the ground, one catch for nine yards. Kareem Hunt, 12 carries, 61 yards in two rushing touchdowns, five for 28 through the air. David Njoku had a 71-yard catch and run for a touchdown. He goes seven for 149 and a TD. Donovan Peoples-Jones, five for 70. Rashard Higgins, three for 29 and a touchdown. Odell Beckham, only three targets, two for 20. <clears throat> you're telling me in a game that was 47 to 41 or 42, whatever it was, Odell Beckham only gets three targets, only 20 yards. Poor management. I think of the Odell Beckham numbers uh, in this one, but overall, man, great game here. Uh, the Chargers offense looks very legit right now. You want a piece 
of Herbert and uh, the running game and the receiving weapons in that one. Tampa Bay will be quick about this one. The Dolphins, 17 to 45. Tom Brady goes nuts. Uh, but on the Dolphins side of things, Jalen Waddle led the way, 80%. Mike Jasicki, 78%. Preston Williams, good to see him back and healthy, 74%. Miles Gaskin, 69%. Just stop me right there. We'll look at the box score for the Dolphins later. But those are the mo- main pieces that moved the ball for the Dolphins on Sunday. The, the, the Buccaneers, Tom Brady actually got relieved here by Blaine Gabbert towards the end, so the Bucks numbers are going to be a little bit reduced. Mike Evans, 78% of the snaps. Chris Godwin, 69 Leonard Fournette, 62 OJ Howard led the tight ends at 59%. Antonio Brown, 57%. And then don't sleep on this Tyler Johnson, 51% here. He's the clear number four. It looks like they're trying to get him more involved in the offense, and he's separated himself as the clear number four receiver. Uh, Cameron Bright down here at 38%. Giovanni Bernard, 23%. And uh, poor Ronald Jones, man. He's just getting getting booted here. Only 14% of the snaps. Look at the numbers real quick. Tampa Bay, man. Tom Brady, 30 of 41, 411 yards, five TDs added, 13 yards on the ground. Leonard Fournette led the way as a rusher, 12 for 67 and a score, four for 43 also as a receiver. Ronald Jones looked good on his five carries for 20, 21 yards. He also added one catch for 15. But Giovanni Bernard, man, that, that's someone that you want to check out your waiver wires for in PPR leagues. Four for 21. Two for 14 and a touchdown as a receiver. Uh, Chris Godwin led the way with 11 targets, seven for 70, but no touchdowns. Antonio Brown, uh, eight targets, seven for 124 in two scores. Mike Evans, eight targets, six for 113 in the other two scores there. So really good day for Brown and Evans. Godwin is a floor game. You'll take your 14 points. Tyler Johnson, three for 42. And then there's OJ Howard, two for 19. And Cameron Bray, one for 12. We'll see if Rob Gronkowski can make it back. Uh, for week, I don't think he's playing week six, but maybe week seven. On the Dolphins side, Jacoby, maybe the last week we see Jacoby here as Tua Tagovailoa looks like ready to go for next week. 27 of 39, 275 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, one fumble uh, in this one. Miles Gaskin, the player of the game, maybe five attempts for 25 yards, but catches all 10 of his targets for 75 yards and two scores. Uh, Preston Williams, five targets, three for 60. Jalen Waddle, six targets. Two for 31. Mike Jasicki, seven targets, four for 43. Just if you weren't Gaskin, you were not it uh, for the Dolphins on this day. But I'm, I'm encouraged by the Waddle usage. You see 80%, six targets, one carry. That should be uh, something you know useful going forward for Jalen Waddle, fantasy owner. So I'm just going to pass this one. The Dolphins, like we'll, we'll see them next week against the Jaguars in London. Uh, hopefully some better news with Tua uh, back in the helm. Uh, the Saints and the football team. Saints win 33-22. to This will be the last one I cover in this video. On the Saints side, AK-41 gets 88% of the snaps. Adam Troutman, 86%. Marquez Calloway, 82%. Kenny Stills up here at 71 <sighs> Nothing really else uh, on the Saints side here. We'll look at the box score in a second. For the football team, Ricky Seals-Jones, 99% filling in for the injured Logan Thomas. Stepping basically right into his... His role, Logan Thomas played 100% of the snaps when he was healthy, and Ricky Seals-Jones just says, okay, I'll just I'll do all that. Uh, Terry McLaurin, 84% of the snaps. Uh, DeAndre Carter, 70%. Adam Humphreys, 61%. Antonio Gibson comes in at 57%. J.D. McKissick gets 41%. Uh, let's go take a peek. I guess I'll call out Curtis Samuel, who got injured, only 6% with that groin injury. Uh, looking at the box score, though, 
Taylor Heineke, rough day, 20 of 41, 248 yards and two INTs, five for 40 as a rusher. I, I wish, I really wish Ron Rivera would stop chucking the ball so damn much. Uh, they go into halftime, 20 to 13. Uh, I just, I don't see, and then, the, and then they're, they're right there with it in the third quarter. I just, I don't understand why they want to whip the ball 41 times with Taylor Heineke uh, when you got a pretty good running back and, and, and some other players here that you could, you could run the ball with. So Taylor Heineke, 20 of 41, 248 yards, two INTs, gets 40 yards on the ground. But I just, I don't understand calling for 41 Heineke passing attempts as being a winning formula. Antonio Gibson gets 20 carries for 60 yards, two TDs, two for 12. It looks like Gibson's back into our good graces as a fringe running back one. Jarrett Patterson, I'm going to expect more of him to get involved. I think if you guys are Antonio Gibson owners, you should probably pick up uh, Jarrett Patterson here. Because notice, like, J.D. McKissick, only two carries for negative one yards. Uh, if anything happens to Gibson, Jarrett Patterson's the guy that they're going to give the carries to. Uh, so they're starting to get him more acclimated into the offense. I like what I see from him, four for 13. Um, DeAndre Carter, one for 11 as a rusher, but eight targets, four for 62. As a receiving weapon, Adam Humphreys goes five targets, three for 73. Terry McLaurin, slow day here, 11 targets, four for 46 as a receiver. Ricky Seals-Jones, though, this is probably a tight end you guys want on the waiver wire. Eight targets, five for 41 as a receiver. And then J.D. McKissick, just one for eight as a receiver here. But main takeaway for me, Gibson looks good. Even in tough matchups, he gets the touchdowns. And Jarrett Patterson is the emergency guy that you want to add. Ricky Seals-Jones, probably a tight end one uh, with Logan Thomas missing games. And uh, don't worry, you got Terry McLaurin. You'll be, you'll be fine. For the Saints, Winston, 15 of 30, 279 yards and four TDs, one INT in this one, 26 yards rushing. And then he did lose a fumble. AK-41, Alvin Kamara, 16 attempts, 71 yards and a touchdown. He also gets... Eight targets. We did it. We got eight targets in this one. Five for 51 and another score for AK. Uh, Kenny Stills, two for 17. Marquez Calloway, a team high uh, tying with Kamara. Eight targets, four for 85 and two scores. Deontay Harris, one for 72 and a touchdown before he got hurt. Adam Troutman, two for 43. We'll leave the candle on. We'll leave the door open. We'll see what Adam Troutman can, can stack upon next week. Uh, and then Taysom Hill got a concussion in this one, one for 11. Uh, but man, interesting game here. The Saints badly needed to get uh, some, you know, some bad tastes out in their mouth. Washington falls to two and three. Saints at three and two. And uh, as I record this, the Monday Night Football game has begun. I'm gonna get to that. I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. If you guys liked it and made this video all the way to the end. Let me know in the comments, what was your favorite part? What can I do better? What can I do differently? Uh, should I be reading the actual snap counts or you guys like the percentage numbers? Uh, just I'm new to this. I'm trying to figure out what uh, what's the best way to share information with you guys. Uh, so again, I appreciate it. If you liked it, share it with a friend. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks. Peace.